You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news. We stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerdducks, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to go to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. The balls are inert. It's time to do, 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 we started talking conspiracy theories and time became this like bendy thing. Exactly. Well, they're actually, you know, the show that is about conspiracy theories took a break and it's going to come back soon. So let me announce tomorrow. Or uh, is it? I don't know. It might be. The guys are talking about it now. I'm, I'm doing this show, so I don't know. Um, you really like yeah. to keep them guessing, don't you? Well, look, we said that we're going to talk about the Anunnaki and the giants and all that stuff. So um, that's what. The, the topic's going to be, and that's going to be super fun because the Anunnaki are like really interesting and the Watchers. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, but we did lots of radio this week already, Kane. We, um, I, I actually. That's true. I think we're like on Emma Watson and The Last of Us 2's hit list by this point. We can't talk about Emma. We can't talk about Emma Watson anymore because. What's of happening what with Emma Watson? What have you done? We'll tell oh, you, I uh... haven't done anything. But uh, we, 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 we did learn something very interesting about Emma Watson, which we'll talk about off the air. We tell you. I, I don't think you want to know, Lisa, though, to be fair, because I find it very entertaining. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh Emma, Emma Watson. Basically, we, we were doing a we were doing a show with Dave, and we found out yeah. that he was like mutual friends with her via like seven people or something like that, and we started uh, poking yeah. him for information. Yeah, I'm um, okay. poking being the the correct verb to use there, yeah. but we can't go into further because this is at five in the in, in the day on Phoenix Fan. So <laughs> use your imagination. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but guys, uh, we have uh, Katie isn't here. I either is Kev, so it's just the uh, four of us. And uh, yeah, if anyone's in the chat, they can uh, let us know, and we'll read it out. And of course, it's on screen for anyone to chime in. This week, we're we are going to go back to Simpsons because we're on our part three of our season six review. And, uh, oh my god, we're on part three. Part three, yeah. We haven't finished it yet. We haven't finished it yet. It's the longest review in history. <laughs> so we are going it's to... over when it's over, damn it. I must have missed one somewhere. So we are going to finish it. Um, I, I want to believe you this time, Dara. I really do. Well, I'm going to avoid talking about Star Wars and it'll yeah. be fine. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a four-parter, guys. Just, so, just expect it to be a four-parter. <laughs> 
Um, but Lisa, we wanted to give you the floor first because we hyped oh, up your, you know, obviously you're not going to go into it that much <laughs> no. because you said you wouldn't. But we did, we have hyped it up to the good people. So explain this wish situation, if you would. Be so Look, kind. long story short, it was the lockdown, okay? <laughs> I was panicking. Anime lockdown, that quarantine convention we all did mm. coming up. I thought a microphone might be a nice thing to add. Wait, you ordered this before the anime lockdown thing? Yes. Yeah, what? See, the, see, okay, well, this one's stop you there, right? <laughs> Ordering something from China is, is bad anyway, because it takes years to get here. Um, I ordered but... this on the Tuesday. Anime lockdown was like the Friday night. See, you should have ordered on Amazon Prime because it would have arrived. Ah, ah, no, you see, the thing is, I couldn't get anything from Amazon because no one would ship to us because this was the height of the lockdown. It's all oh. different now. And let's just say, for context, Tuesday Yeah, I like completely like panicked and I was like, okay, just, or I ordered, it was when, you know, when you just go through, it's like, you know, when you're drunk in a bar and you've gone through all the good looking people and it's like four, it's like five to four and they're about to kick you out and you just grab the first thing you see. That was basically it, well, for microphones, not people. And I was like, okay. I've done that, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll just get this shitty Wish podcasting set for like 30 quid. Oh, wow. I'll do it. And I waited in every every day for, for two months plus for it. And the first day I go back to work, I get a notification from Wish saying, yay, congratulations! Your package was delivered! And I'm like, no, it wasn't! And then like, <laughs> after like a weekend of like emailing like six different people, and the thing is, it's a, it was a podcasting set and all my emails to a customer support were, hi, listen, my podcasting set, here's all the various codes. And one of the emails I got back was like, we're so sorry, your aromatherapy oil set is delayed. And I'm like, oh no, this boats so well. And then like, eventually a really nice guy from Wish called Raymond gave me the number, which was really, really random. <laughs> and the thing said it was delivered, but it said it was delivered the day before at six in the afternoon when it literally wasn't because we were all here, like for the whole day, like no one was there. And then like I ring on post and they're like, no, no, he must have left it in the shop. And I'm like, what shop? He's like, your, your corner shop. And I'm like, we don't have a corner shop. What are you talking about? What shop? And apparently my postman who delivered it is now in Portugal. Holiday for two weeks, and I said, I'm sorry, what? He's like, Yeah, no, he's got like part residency in Portugal. And I'm like, Deco has residency in Portugal, okay, seems to me. So, uh, yeah, my husband is in Portugal, and he is the only person who can answer what he did with my package. So, I, ha I have a theory, Lisa. It was stolen, obviously, by an no, agent. podcasting in Portugal. No, what's going to happen yes. is, eventually, eventually, it's going to be delivered, but it's going to be delivered by Aston Kutcher, and you're going to be punked. That's, that's not helpful, Dara. <laughs> that's not helpful. It is plausible. That's like it is the, plausible. Like, that's like the longest, most overdrawn-out punked prank I've ever heard. Yeah, no, literally. Like, this I is don't know, excruciating, it's... and it's just the fact the first day I go back to work after two months of waiting for it. And I'm like, oh my god! If and everybody, like, and you know what's even worse? Anyone I tell this to, right? Sorry to cut across you, but anyone I tell no, this sorry. to, they're like, and they're like, yes, this expensive audio recording equipment. Everybody's response is from Wish. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, from Wish. Yes. You see that? That's my response. I to know, I'm like, like, I'm like it's Wish. It's like, I know. That's everyone's 
response. Okay, so hold on. For example, right? Like, I for, know now. For example, right? I ordered N95 masks at the, before lockdown, right? So before, like, I was tracking the virus, which shall not be named, because uh, we get demonetized again. Um, again? Wait, are we monetized? Well, yeah, since they, when? They hit. They hit the. They hit the videos every time. So, you know. Anyway, um, so we can't name the virus. But I, I've been tracking it since January, right? So yeah. I said, right, I'll order some N95 masks. I ordered them in February. Uh, from No, admittedly, it was from Amazon, right? And got the notification, cool, delivered. They weren't delivered. And then it said, oh, no, it's not delivered. It's somewhere in Germany. So I'm like, okay, it's gone. <laughs> and then I, I get, my, get my refund, the 90, the 90 euro refund or whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then randomly, out of nowhere, four months later, they arrive. <laughs> it's just what happens when you order stuff from China. It just doesn't arrive. <laughs> Dara, I liked your story, but Lisa had a bigger cast of characters. <laughs> see, Lisa's one was unfortunate because it also involves Wish. My one is Amazon, so at least it gave me my money back and it arrived eventually. I'm like, cool. But Wish oh. is just... No, I will never get that 40 quid back. Like, I will never get my 40 quid back because they're like... Forget the 40 quid, you'll never get the time. Yeah. No, that's it. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm like, small claims court or just the fact that I have a microphone from a toy shop that is now equal to or possibly greater than what I was getting from Wish anyway. So. You see, that's the thing. You know, not a plug for microphones, but if you are going to get one, the one that Bryn is using that I'm using are bearing or C1 or C1 yeah. use. I think you're a C1 you. Yes, yeah, and and they're brilliant. <clutch> that, that's they're so good. They're so good, and that's why I don't sound like I'm talking to a phone anymore. Oh, use not- your fancy tech. I've got a bloody gaming headset from a GameStop that doesn't exist anymore. But you see, your microphone always sounds good. For some reason, this headset sounds like I'm talking to a phone. So I'm like, I can't do that anymore. You know, it's just <laughs> look, the joys of audio technology, folks. It, it really yeah. is just an odyssey where you're like, yeah. it might yeah. work, it might not work, but. You know, yeah. a big, big effing chat for it. Just Lisa. don't order it from Wish. Yeah, don't yeah, order it. No, that's don't, the moral don't, of the story. Don't, don't, Can I just uh, say, if we, if we ever get as big as like the co-optional podcast, I really hope someone animates that story. That was well <laughs> worth the wait. Yeah. Can I just say, if, if you know, don't buy anything from Wish unless Wish wants to sponsor us and then buy everything yeah. from Wish. Yeah. 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 We'll or Brave, whatever yeah. Brave, Brave is. Shop uh, well, for them using Brave. Exactly. You exactly. Know? We'll even chill, uh, what's it, Raid Shadow Legends? Yeah. <laughs> Which discover audible with a free audiobook oh, on us <laughs> so i've been using squarespace to build a brand new website and <laughs> it's called uh, gay for mo man <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, it's, it's got a montage of me of me with uh, different uh, with uh, different shaves that i got from dollar shave club so you know. <laughs> Uh, take your pick, folks. Take your pick. Um, actually, hold on. One thing I do want to all of the above sponsor us. We're, we're monetized, apparently, or at least not demonetized. We're not demonetized. We're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. That's if we're demonetized and we're not monetized, do we owe them money? How does that work? I don't know. I just all not I know is all I know. So. Is do they take away our wish microphones? Is that what happens? Well, all that, well, what happens is not to get too much into it, but if you mention certain words, you get put in limited state. Yep. Which means no one can see your videos. So oh. yeah, so yeah, YouTube is fun. That's why you got to dance around it, and that's why whenever you see videos, people are like, "The virus, the current health emergency." I'm like, I oh, was wondering crazy. about that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just to avoid crazy stuff in the comments. No, no, no. It's it's literally if you say certain words, the bot will pick up 
the word. Oh, 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 that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we got we got hit by bots a few months ago. Oh, bots yeah. are stupid. Yeah, but unless they want to sponsor us. Yeah, I don't think bots count as sponsor. Yeah, never know. Actually, there's something I do isn't, want to talk about. Sorry, bring one. Isn't that just what Bitcoin is though? Mm. Isn't it just bots sponsoring you. Well, if you use the Brave browser, you get your own version <laughs> of cryptocurrency. <laughs> You're just using it. But there is one thing I want to talk about in all seriousness. So mm. this this whole situation has obviously put um put a damper on conventions and stuff like that, right? Mm. But some disturbing news came out this week for this is quite Irish centric. So the so the, everyone knows that we have a good relationship with DCC, mm. and uh, apparently there was an online convention. Uh, parading around as them, so they really. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I said we'd talk about that real quick, um, because like anyone who's listened to this, guys, if you see that Dublin Comic Con aren't online, they're not doing an online convention. There are some online conventions that are probably going to happen. Yeah, it's worth clarifying. They have made an official event for next March, I believe. Yeah, it is. I think it's, it's called Part Deux or something like that. But yeah, and they've for got the most part, they're not. Yeah, for the most part, they are honoring the tickets you bought for the previous one, if you had already, and bringing them over to the next one. So just be careful with, like, buying tickets. Sorry, I, uh, that's Darrow here, but basically say, weren't you? Yeah, no, that's basically it, because I saw that and I was like, oh, well, we should probably talk about that, because it is kind mm. of like... You know, we as I said, we do have a good relationship with Dublin Comic Con, obviously. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, people are really exploiting this to make a book." Like, so just kind of, you know, you mm-hmm. use your discernment with things. You know, that's all I can say. When whenever you see random stuff online, don't just believe it because you can't. Like scams for the virus have gone through the roof now, apparently. With uh, well, for the virus, like because of the virus, scams have gone through the roof. Where oh, I see what you mean. Okay, like, yeah, I've, I've definitely noticed my. Junk mails getting bigger and bigger, like yeah, yeah. That's that's basically why, like, there's snake oil cures and tracing mm. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. this supplement will cure coronavirus, and, and only on. you have it. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Yeah, actually, I want to get to an insidious one because usually I'm pretty good for checking them, but I had to get two people to double check this. Sure, it was a couple I got sent where it was. Your package has arrived and is waiting in thing. No, scam. Because yeah. it, oh, I know it's scam now, but like I think because people are ordering more because the shops are closed, that one kind of yeah. got out there and it went yeah. straight to my direct messages. Like, yeah, well, see, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Um, you know, banks and such are never going to email you. PayPal hmm. will rarely won't even email you that much. And places like that, unless you have something ordered or something like that, they're, not, they're, they're just not going to order you. You can actually check in the headers if it's a real thing. And you usually see, you know, what DHC or whatever it's called. Um, it won't actually look anything like their actual website. So that's how you do it. But look, rule one, and take this to the bank, don't click random links and emails. That's it. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't do it. But um, don't have a bad time. I'm kind. Well, yeah. That's how your browser gets hijacked. But uh, it's, look, that's, that's, some piece of advice there but here what i'd like to say um i had a look at some some other news there i've been getting mad into jurassic park recently again jurassic park series and uh, they now have a release date for 2021 of jurassic park 3 of the new yes. so that's gonna be fun um have you guys oh, seen man. have you guys seen the short movie that came out no, no what's this what is yeah this? there's a short movie that's actually released it's real like it's actually 
legit. I'll, I'll actually I'll post a link to it in the chat now um, because I say I leave the description and I don't. So I'm going to actually <laughs> pop it in the chat myself. And it's um, it's like 15 minutes. Um, right, let me pull it up now. Yeah, so it's called Battle at Big Rock and it was released in uh, 2019. It's directed by Colin Trevorrow and it's it, like it's it's basically a direct follow-up to the events of Fallen Kingdom. Oh, so cool. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, because that ended on a pretty good cliffhanger yeah. from what I remember. All the dinosaurs loose in the city and the well, world. Yeah. Well, lit- well, literally, that's what happened. No, sorry, it's not 50 minutes, 8 minutes. and it's. Uh, I'll be back in 8 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's it. You know, and you, you, you can watch it, but it, it, it starts off direct. And it's basically a family they're out camping and they end up uh, encountering, you know, the new reality of that there's <gasps> dinosaurs walking around everywhere. And it's really good. It's very Lost Worldy. That's oh, a lot. Yeah. That sounds like the opening to The Lost World when you know it's the little yeah, the tiny the tiny tiny, tiny little tiny raptors, thing. yeah. But they're not raptors, the compies. Yeah. But the whole new new normal thing with the dinosaurs, that could also be a metaphor for what we're going through now. So pity we yeah. got a, a virus and not dinosaurs. <laughs> I would much prefer dinosaurs. Well, well, well. Really? Oh, well, well, I know the year's not over yet. No, well, here's the thing. Give it a month, yeah. Well, they've actually, I'm going to pop a link to that video in uh, the thing, short film. Short film <laughs> link. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's in the chat now if anyone wants to see it. Um, yeah, look, it's... They did say that, well, it's possible maybe five years to clone dinosaurs. And there was another crazy article that was like, yeah, it's, it's possible or whatever. And then you're sitting there going, you know what? About two or three years ago, I would have been like, no, nah, that's crazy. But since we're living in a, a cyberpunk dystopia, that is really boring. Uh, you know, we're only one, way, one step away from from dinosaurs like being real again, you know? Yeah. Um, but but the thing know. is though, it's like they're going to be dinosaurs, but they're going to do something to them to make them really like painfully docile, really lame. Yeah, yeah that's like, what it'll be. It's, like, look, it's a it's a T Rex, but it's it, we've genetically modified it, so it's so it only half a foot tall. The T Rex that knits. Yeah, <laughs> with its, it's tiny hands. Yeah. Exactly, they modify its tiny hands. It's just a so T. It it's not a Rex. It's just yeah. a T. Exactly. Yeah, but um, they, they just make it so it's half of a tall and capable of knitting, and that's <laughs> you know, and then that's all the fun of a T Rex gone. It's, it's like, like going to be a PC T Rex. It can yeah. it can't roar, but it can uh, it can be triggered. Look, that's called the land <laughs> before time, and it's fine. Yeah. There's like thirteen of those movies. Actually, I haven't. What's it? Um, what's the name again? Jenny Nicholson did a whole yeah, series yeah. on that time. I haven't actually watched a whole lot yet because I keep forgetting it's a thing. But uh, <laughs> speaking of other cancellations that are coming up, San Diego Comic Con now is officially cancelled. So that's cool. Um, so it looks like I don't think there's going to oh, be God, any. Con- what, what did San Diego Comic Con do? <laughs> <laughs> but this is before the wave of cancel culture, of course. But it looks like all conventions, all conventions are going to be cancelled now for the foreseeable future. I don't know. Except in the UK, because I checked, and um, like the Gallifrey Five and Destination Star Trek, they're both still selling tickets. That's irresponsible. That's mm. I mean, that's irresponsible. I'm tempted. Is the bad thing. No, Keen. There's a there's a Doctor Who on my birthday, and all the people are going to be there, and I want to be a robot. But they won't. Yep. <laughs> the devil no. like, nope. Well, you will no. be a robot when you're on a ventilator because you came back with the old cough cough. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't want to be like one of those guys who, like, you know, 
kind of accidentally reintroduced it to a country or something like that, I suppose. Uh, It's it's really hard to talk about this without talking about this. Uh, You don't want to be, you don't want to have memes made out of you for being that guy (laughs) that brings it back into the country. Like, think about it this way we have not stopped making fun of a person who slipped over on ice nearly a decade ago yeah imagine don't, you don't want to follow in his footsteps. there's a plaque there's a plaque to that woman of course yeah. oh it was a woman was it no it was, it was a Korean good, sorry, man no, sorry the guy the guy Chinese man I'm thinking of someone else I'm thinking of someone else I think a woman with the, the weather woman yes oh, yeah. oh the yeah. dangerous oh, the journeys yeah Theresa yeah. Manion no. yeah. yeah yeah so it's just like yeah like you know once we get our hooks into something it just becomes comedy forever yeah. you know yeah you don't, uh, don't okay, want to follow right. uh, I'll stay home it's not worth becoming a Cyberman for yeah exactly <laughs> uh, there is logic in what you say <laughs> hey I was waiting ages for someone to say that. Well, look, some sad news to bring this back down. Uh, Dennis, Denny O'Neill died. Uh, oh, no. We didn't talk about it, and I forgot to bring it up. And I love Denny O'Neill. He was like the, one of the major voices behind DC and also Batman. Um, so anyone who's a big DC fan and loves Batman around like 1970s, 1980s, mm. you know, they, they have read his work. I think he's responsible for actually the term McGuffin. I think he came up with it. Really? Yeah. And he also wrote a book called How to Write Comics, which I have over here. Um, and it's, it's sad, you know. It's just like, hmm. nobody, I, I know loads of people died in the past couple of months, but it's still sad. Yeah, right? we had Ennio Marcone this week. We had yeah. Ian home a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that was crazy. I, I'm just like, oh, well, like, when you see those. That one got to me. Because in college, I modeled my acting approach on, like, the one he spoke about. So I'm like, oh, no, really? Yeah. I forgot. I forgot what he was in because you associate him with Bilbo, you know. Yeah. Mm. And then you go back and you're like, actually, wait, he was in loads of things. Oh and yeah, then he's you in remember. From hell. He's Jack the Ripper, yeah. like that's how. Oh I yeah, remember. like if you pick up, he's an alien. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's in the Fifth forget. Element. As and well. the Fifth Element, yeah, it's just like, yeah. wow, man, what a career. Like, though. Oh yeah, like if you pick up any play like from the '60s and you read the original cast, more than likely he's gonna be in it. He like worked with all the greats. Like he was brilliant. Like, and all you can say is one: like when you live to that age, it's an achievement and it's something to be celebrated. But when you have that career as well, it's like, mm. but what more can you ask for, really? Like, it's, absolutely. It's just it's kind of sad to lose someone like that, you know. Mm. Yeah. Daniel is the same. I think he was eighty-five when he died. So mm. eighty-one. So it's kind of like, well, man, you know, it's one of those careers. Um, Bryn, I've noticed that you're playing Fallout New Vegas. On I am, Steam. yeah. How do you feel? Or how do we currently? all collect, collect? Currently, yeah, he was today. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I've noticed on the Steam's... Actually, quick plug for the Steam sale. The Steam sale at the moment. We'll yeah. talk about it in a second. But there is a, currently a Fallout TV series in the works at Amazon. Always how do we there. feel about that? Yeah, there is, yeah. It's by the creators of Westworld. Oh, okay. that's interesting. Um, like, you know what? So, like, it really depends on the approach they take. I think, I think something like Fallout is a really it has such a great. I think if they're going by the the original two games and Fallout New Vegas and Fallout New Vegas, mm. the it's a great setting to work in. I don't include the Bethesda games in it because the people who made the Bethesda games don't understand the setting, so they don't get to they don't get to have praise. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> Sky, Skyrim, Skyrim with nukes—that's all they want. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. But um, like the setting, the setting from the original uh, creative team is such a is such a brilliant bit of uh, speculative fiction where like. For people who haven't, who've only probably just seen the merch for it or whatever, basically, like the first Fallout game was made in was made and released in the mid to late nineties, ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. yeah, and they um, and they had uh, they basically taken this idea of what it would be like to have a uh, to have a universe where the culture of American nineteen fifties was basically what persisted all the way into the early 22nd century. Yeah. And then there was a nuclear holocaust. Yeah. So you're going around this this uh, nuclear wasteland in California where the <laughs> you're going around this nuclear wasteland in California where there's all these like uh, things that allude to a 1950s-esque world where there's TVs, there's computers, there's all these things but it's 50s. It's retro. So it's kind of like Bioshock in that way. That sort of retro, futuristic kind yeah, of. Yeah, instead we, of the we 20s, could, it's the 50s. Yeah. Basically. So like yeah. you could you could throw in like the idea of like something like Bioshock or even like the the 90s Batman series where it's very mm. Art Deco but very modern simultaneously. Yeah. The same kind of idea where it's like 50s futurism, and it's ah oh, like the setting's brilliant. And I don't know if they should follow the. I don't know if they should follow the games or if they should just try to do something very, very different. I'd be very open to either of those things happening. Um, I think staking with the games, some of it could be difficult to adapt into something that would be a compelling narrative because a lot of it's just like, well, your character goes here. Why does the character go here? Well, I mean, The Reason. Witcher stuck the landing. But The Witcher the also... Has a, main, has a main character. And but the, also, the games are... Yeah. Books. yeah, The Witcher also based itself much more off of the books than it yeah. did off the game, which but, is worth pointing out. Whereas, like, Fallout... It, like, I mean, again, it's like doing an adaptation of Dungeons & Dragons. You know? Like, there's oh, no main did. character. It's glorious. It's glorious. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, that's... But there, there's one thing mm. I, want to talk, I want to tell you, saying because they said there is a... There was a lot of Pokemon news as well yeah. that, that I, I want to talk about because I, you know, I. Oh, you made her cry. I know, I know. Yeah. I have to, I have to mention it. But before, <laughs> like, the thing about it is, well, on on this thing, what I would say would be a good idea to do, Bryn, on that would be, know the way each fault was supposed to be an experiment. Yep. Just do that. Follow that around. That'd probably be where. As in, it. like, a, have it be like an ensemble cast thing in set and yeah, vault. kind of like American Horror Story set in vault. Uh, you know what? Yeah, like with the Westworld um, guys, that might be the best idea to do it, so that it's like kind of like an anthology series as yeah, different faults. Probably the best way to do it. There's no other way. Yeah. Um, there is the Steam sale. I'll I'll get back to that. But Lisa, listen, I want to give you the floor here. A lot of Pokemon. No. A lot of Pokemon. No. What is going on? Because listen, as I said, you know, I was a fan, still am a fan, but it's hard to keep up. Yeah. So you're you're um, a resident Pokemon, uh, like expert so yes. what's going on with Pokemon? Uh, well there was kind of um, a lot happening in June so we got like because obviously November there was the Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, for Nintendo Switch was re- which was released and it was based in the Galar region which is based in England but mm. everybody was really annoyed because the game was really crap and it didn't really have anything in it which was really shit considering <laughs> it was the Nintendo Switch and <laughs> when you think of what we had in the 90s on like a tiny little Nintendo cartridge and what we have now on the Switch, which is nothing. And then mm. it turned out that um, the, 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 if you wanted the second half of the game, you had to buy a DLC. And then you have to buy another DLC in November. 
So you have to buy yeah, two Yeah, because DLCs. if you're getting Sword and Shield, you're already getting two games, aren't you? Well, no, if you buy, you buy either Sword or you buy Shield. And within that, if you want to play the rest of the game, you have to download the other half of it. And then the other half, and now there's talk of a third one. So everyone's a bit like, why couldn't they just make the game? Why did they only make like part of a game? And they'd be like, no, it's fine. Like, cause, cause there's always these jokes about like Game Freak, like rushing games for Christmas. So, cause they've got like a, a kind of a production schedule that they like seem to have to adhere to, that they have to have a new game every year, which is great. But also people are really complaining about the quality. So basically people are like, why is there only like part of a game? But even playing it, it was like, this is ridiculous. Like it was literally like walking around like this movie set. It's like, this is the worst game ever. Is, and then is, the deals. Sorry to cut across, <laughs> yeah, but isn't this yeah. the same game? Isn't this the same game that like, was? it's the first time where they've reduced, the, they've had to remove. Um, yeah. Yeah, Just they got rid of all the Pokemon yeah. and then they put them back in because people complained so much. Yeah. And then why so, did they re- why did they remove Pokemon? Like they removed people's favorites for no yeah. rhyme or reason. It was just like oh, gone now. I I honestly I don't know that no one seems to know, and that's what kind of sparked the whole hashtag Game Freak yeah. Light thing. But then there was like the download came out in June, and everybody was really happy about it. And the same day that there was the um, download, there was a Pokemon Direct, which is like Nintendo Direct, but like mm. for for Pokemon. And everyone was like, "Oh, this is amazing! Great!" Oh, you mentioned this on the Game Corner. Plug the Game Corner. Um, <laughs> that they were like kind of stealing <laughs> off trading and battling behind a sort of paywall weren't they oh well that's kind of something different that's nintendo in general but like um this this was really annoying because uh, or no this was this was gas because they were like they only ever do like pokemon directs when they're gonna do like a brand new game and everyone was really excited so everyone's like great new dlc out today let's watch the pokemon direct and then they start off the pokemon direct with a fucking app for uh pokemon smile it's an app to help toddlers learn to brush their teeth you know what this seems like? This seems like check that out. This seems like this. Um, there was a press conference with uh, the developers of Diablo a few years yeah. ago, and everyone got upset because it wasn't a PC, and they're like, "Does everyone not have phones?" Because it was a. Oh, it was a mobile I remember that. Oh well, this 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 gets worse. This is like this is like between this and Wish, like a twenty twenty is the worst year ever. <laughs> yeah, actually, like- Lisa, I really feel fear because every time there's a Pokemon announcement, I know you really want uh, is Diamond and Pearl to be yeah, next or, generated. Or anything. So anything, like anything. <laughs> nervous on your behalf because something's I mean, gonna come out. I'm like, oh, oh, oh well, no, what listen, is this? Oh god. Listen, right. So after the not, book, a, not another app, yar, be well, posting after, for hours. After the, after the app announcement, Pokemon Smile to help little babies brush their teeth. They're like, oh, we're going to do this like fun, free to start, really babyish uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix little download thing. So you download the game for free on the Switch and then you pay to continue playing. Oh, and God. it looks appalling. It just, it's really bad, but it's for kids. And I'm like, you know what? If this is what gets them in, that's fine. Right. And then... Yeah, but gets them into paywalls. Big, big... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. The fact that everything kind of Pokemon related has been mm. behind a paywall lately, it's really bad. But mm. then, the good news. The news <laughs> that got everybody back in for one week. Pokemon Snap. Yes, Pokemon yeah, Snap. Ooh, news. I haven't so, heard this. So basically for Nintendo 64 now, because I was like eight years old when Nintendo 64 was out, so I couldn't buy one. I could now, but you know, I'm going to wait till... I wouldn't. Uh, po- don't. Don't. You know what oh, you do? Okay. You know what you do? You get a, you get an Xbox, you get an original Xbox, and you send it to me. That's what you do. <laughs> okay. Because 
N64 sucks. I won over Everyone there. listening terrible. at home, send them to Dara. Do <laughs> just yeah. send all your do. send one I'll Xbox li- to Dara, dude. <laughs> it won't end up in Portugal. Yeah. I, su- I swear, I'll I'll, I'll invite yeah. you. But um, um, yeah, no. But, but like, what he's going to do is he's going to use his academic knowledge, exactly to... theoretical academic knowledge, yeah. theoretic methods to yeah. somehow. Little known fact: Pokemon Snap is actually installed on all Xboxes. You just need to dismantle the firewalls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everyone was like, cause, but the thing is, the whole point of this is right. So game like ev- loads of people really wanted a Pokemon Snap remake but that never ever happened that was never even a possibility it was one of those things where fans like hardcore fans from the 90s Mm. wanted this so badly but no one ever expected it to be a thing so the fact that suddenly game freak out of nowhere like by the way here's a piece of your beautiful childhood back and everyone's like (laughs) like i had people crying in my group like in my pokemon fan club ireland group they were like oh my god i'm crying at the news this is so amazing and i'm like yeah okay great i'm screaming for no reason i just want to belong And (laughs) and then at the end of the announcement everyone's like oh my god wow pokemon on snap then they're like oh yeah by the way i'm you know ishihara sunikazi from nintendo we're doing another even bigger pokemon direct next wednesday same time and everyone's like freaking out because everyone's like why are they doing two they don't even be doing two if they were doing something like really big so everyone like literally it was a toss-up between either the gen 4 remakes at last which is you know diamond pearl or platinum or maybe Pokemon Let's Go for Johto. Uh, and everyone Ooh, was like, oh, um, Umbreon Eevee. Or, you know the way it was like, Let's Go Pikachu Eevee. This is like, yeah, Let's yeah. Go uh, Umbreon Espeon, which would have been absolutely gorgeous. So everyone's like placing bets. Like I'm talking like proper bets in the group. And you know what we got? Like I, I, it was, it was the Pokemon Direct was literally announced. So not only on the day that I first went back to work did I miss the postman or whatever, or the postman never arrived from which <laughs> I also got the Pokemon Direct news. That was a great day back to work after like three months. Oh lord! And um, I, I, I'm in work and I don't have my phone on me, and I'm there wondering, am I coming out of work into a world where I'm going to be going to Johto? Or am I going to be going to Sinnoh? I'm so excited! This is so amazing! Hey! And I get out of the shop and I take out my phone and there's just a text from my friend and he's just like, don't watch the direct. And I'm like, what do you mean don't watch the direct? He's like, please, please don't watch the direct. And I'm like, okay. And then I try to find like on, I'm like, okay. I go into the group and there's just an explosion of hatred. I can't even find, I actually went to the official Pokemon page first to see if I could find what the game announcement was. It wasn't even up on the Pokemon page. It's so bad. Um, it's this thing called Pokemon Unite. It's basically Pokemon League of Legends. It's a mobile app. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I got an ad for that on uh, yeah. YouTube. See, yeah, yeah. And then what yeah. happens is Aston Kutcher shows up. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> and the cage comes down. <laughs> the yeah, cage so is Japanese fighting Eevees. Yeah, but literally everyone was just, it was literally like someone actually posted in the Pokemon group, Pokemon Fan Club Ireland. They posted, you know, the picture of Krusty the Clown's like, what the hell was yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. because literally, now, out of all the things, it's like, you know, uh, Mr. Plow, the Mr. Plow ad, but the really fancy one. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. That, that's issue. It was like, no, was that Pokemon Direct? That. I don't yeah. know. But see, that's what basically it. But see, that's <laughs> so just... no one knows it, so they lost. All the fans they magically regained in the space of one director, Pokemon Snap, they lost for life. They've nearly <laughs> lost to me. It's so funny. But that's what Star Wars did. And now they're talking about rebooting <laughs> oh, the whole thing. Yes. 
So, because Dara, I'm glad you brought that up because her story reminded me of how, like, you know, minutes, everybody, thirty-eight <laughs> minutes to go on the Look, Star Wars. Yeah, okay. I also, thirty-eight minutes. Just throw Simpsons season six. To no, the no, 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 no. We are going to get there. We are going to get there. But what I'm saying to you is, like, Lisa, I do totally empathize. What I can say is, <laughs> oh, it's a universal disappointment. I'm sure across many no, fandoms. It, it's what happens. Eventually, they just lose complete touch of wider, wider fans like it. Yeah. And then they pump out absolute garbage. They was like, what the hell? This is and, this is why oh. things need to end. Yeah. yeah. That's so, true. That's actually like, true. That's true. This because is why is. things need to end because here, once things go on past like past the second decade, there's only sadness for you. Well, <laughs> you had to say that while I was drinking out of my Jody Whittaker Doctor Who mug, didn't you? Well, look, come here. There, there is something very entertaining to lift everyone's spirits before we we uh, go into Simpsons. It ain't so, happening, there. So, hold on. If I was to say there was so there was there was a book. Uh, okay, there was a movie released, right? Steven Spielberg movie that didn't need a scene sequel i'll give you a hint it's based on a book that didn't need a sequel guess what's getting a sequel guys to cimmerillion no steven spielberg no. steven spielberg oh, sorry i'm yeah steven Ooh, ec2 that Jaws would make more two? sense oh no that's already because ready, the actor is still around ready player yeah. one is getting a sequel that was on ready second, player yeah. two Ew. why why does that need a sequel? I thought they said everything they needed to say in the first book and movie, which is the book is kind of creepy when you read it and the author is kind of creepy, but it's like the movie wasn't bad. It just didn't say much. I yeah. don't even know what this is going to be about. Like I thought they close up all the loops, right? Yeah, they didn't make enough money. Well, ever s- well to be fair, since Ready Player One came out, we have enter the world where we are stuck in our homes playing video games so yeah well look that, there could that, be more to mine like well to be fair i think that's that is actually i watched a really good video yesterday um i kind of that was actually talking about this it's uh i will link it now in a, in a second but it was all about the move towards that kind of gaming because there is an, um there is like a couple of companies that are trying to set up like an online media platform like a, a almost like um i don't know if you guys played it Second Life, like Second Life. Oh, no, that takes you back. And that's kind of what apparently this move towards um, this new world of gaming they are trying to do. But the movie wasn't that good. Like, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. It's, uh, yeah, tearing down another house of lies, the, va- the Valor scam by Upper Epsilon Gaming. I'm going to leave a link to it below. And he talks about one of the big companies that's actually running this kind of thing at the moment now. They're organizing it through Discord. And it's uh, it's 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 all of a mess, but um, yeah. I guess look, Ready Player One. Did it need a sequel? Did you like the movie? Did you like the book? Lisa, you're shaking your head. Go for it. Oh no, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> oh no, do talk it. Go for it. Oh come on, you have to. You have to. You have to. You can't. You can't just. No, my lips are sealed. Oh, fair okay. Enough. Um, from what I remember of it, I I I. I liked it sort of academically, but didn't enjoy it in the kind of kitty woo type way because it was interesting to see Spielberg essentially make a film about kids who've watched his films and sort of engage them that way. I like that meta aspect to it, mm-hmm. but there was the stank of BFG on it. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's kind of like, I can't feel Spielberg's influence on it anymore if you know what i mean i i, I can't 
I, I like, I, it, yeah, like it, it's it's very Spielberg. Like, I read the book first, and I was like, okay, the book's all right. Um, then I kind of, you know, there's a lot of, I, I a lot of problematic stuff, and I know it's me using that word, but there's a lot of problematic stuff in that book. And Ernest Klein is a bit of a weird dude, anyway. Um, but the, for what he was trying to do, it made sense. And the movie mm-hmm. I thought was a much better improvement of it, as far as like it, it took away a lot of the oh, women are bad, and I'm you know, which is in the book for some reason. You're like, dude, calm down. I haven't read the book. Oh, is man, it, the, is yeah, it that bad? It, it kind of, yeah. It's like it's, it's it has all the problems that um, what's that horrible show called? Big Bang Theory. Has yeah. all, has all, all oh, that's that yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. not to tangent away, but I've introduced Stevie to Spaced as like the counterpoint. Oh, Spaced is so good. To Big oh, Bang Space Theory, so and it's so really good. interesting how, like, in that, because they're nerds, the entire world looks different. Whereas yeah. in the Big Bang Theory, they yeah, quote things. It's completely. Yeah. It's anyway. Sorry, go on. You see, that, that's, that's kind of the major problem with the book. Like, it's. It, it's 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 fundamentally the same thing, but it doesn't have like the good natured spirit in it. It's more mm. kind of like hateful, you know. It's like it's it's almost like a scree against what he didn't I, like, and that you need to know what he likes in order. Oh man, yells a cloud. Yeah, yeah, no, it's more like gatekeeping. It's like oh, you need to know the shining off, or you need to know war games. And to be fair, the war games se- uh, segment in the book is actually awesome. Um, there's some really cool bits in the book that aren't in the movie, but I. Did not think, particularly in an age of council culture, that this would get a sequel. Honestly, I'm mm-hmm. shocked. Mm-hmm. Shocked. I, I think one of the things that I felt about the film, because again, having having not read the book, the thing I he didn't like the film, but the film was that like it just seems to have such an ego about itself. That's the book too. Like yeah. it, in like the way I put it is like the the book really wants you to think that it's better than Wreck It Ralph, and it's just not. <laughs> Like, Rebecca Ralph has a story to tell. This does. Yeah, this is just the, about. Well. Yeah, like the, I think, but this is going like. But look, we're doing, we're doing, uh, ga- we're doing gaming and pop culture references. Aren't we great? And you go like, yeah, Rebecca Ralph so had those family. things and had had a story. So what are you doing that's so damn special? It goes, but, 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 look at this thing that we do. It goes, but it, it I really do special, like it's. I do want to give Spielberg like props for still making you know good to great movies mm. this far away in like for comparison, George Lucas started afterwards <laughs> and kind of burned out much quicker. Like, yeah, I would disagree. Yeah, yeah, George, George Lucas never done anything wrong. Uh, even Red Hood. Uh, considering, <laughs> considering that, like George Lucas didn't even direct the best Star Wars film, I think that's. You know, he directed episode three, which is close. So, but he didn't direct Empire, so still close. You know. Anyway, anyway, we're uh, not getting into like, Star Wars. You're breaking the rules. Oh, yeah, you're breaking we're, the rules. We're Asian, yeah. You broke you're the rule at 38 rules. minutes, Darren. We're, we're through the looking glass. So, there, look, so. I do want to go into Simpsons real quick, but while while we're uh, here's a sum up for right the summation that, that someone said it's I can't remember who it was, but mm. Ready Player One is a movie and book that reminds you of better movies than books. Yep, and that's kind of the truth yeah but, right yeah so. i i think i think there is something to be found in the way ready player one represents people who mm. sort of digest media and make it a part of themselves but i'm not yeah. sure if the film goes into that aspect enough if you know yeah, what i mean it's, it's, and the book just, by the like, end of it i would have to say i enjoyed watching it and i saw it in the cinema in an imax and i'm like this is actually a beautiful film to see mm. in an imax 
And yeah, I, love- I imagine they would have the avatar type experience, yeah. you know. Where but once you a- see it, once you see it in the cinema, that's kind of that's it, you know. Mm, but yeah. look, movie that didn't a book that didn't need a sequel, movie that doesn't need a sequel, getting a sequel. That's the world we're in. Weird. No. Okay, right. let's get into it. Season six of The Simpsons. Right. Uh, Bryn, how many minutes in are we? Uh, that's 40, 47 minutes. <laughs> We're still getting to it. We're still getting to it. Right. So where did where you we... guys leave off? So we left off. We left off French. at Treehouse of Horror. Five. Yeah. Five. So the next the batch we're going to take here is going to be it is going to be another character. I just know it is. Oh, can yeah. we not? Can we not just like bite the bullet and just give every episode three word reviews or something okay, like that? Right, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> so round table, guys. Bart's girlfriend. Start with Bryn. Oh, Bart's girlfriend is class. It is a classic. It's great. Yeah. Um, I I I always forget who it is who plays uh, Meryl Streep. Oh yeah, but yeah. Meryl Streep on helium, or Meryl Streep is as good as everyone claims to be because I don't know how she does that voice. Yeah, this is so good. I love when she like when she finally breaks at the end of the episode. She goes like, "I was expelled, Dad." <laughs> like, <laughs> the pipe so bomb. Great. Yeah, the bra. So it's a classic cry for attention. Bringing in the sheep. Bringing in the sheep. Oh, a favorite moment of this episode is when the, you know, Bart, you left. You were happy. I was happy. I was happy. The hamster was happy. The hamster was like, just hiding in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so great. Okay, so... Oh, Keen, Lisa, anything you want to add on to that? Yeah, um, no, I, I... So you go first, Lisa. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I love when Bart struts after Sunday school, you know? <laughs> Single biggest contributor... Uh, contrib- this episode alone has, like, the biggest contribution to Simpsons Wave, I think. Um, yeah. I'm using clips from this specific episode, so... It's this yeah. and Mother Simpson have, like... Yes. Have, like, well, the biggest contribution yeah. to Simpson Wave. Yeah. I didn't know Simpson Wave was a thing. Oh, I, oh, oh you are yeah. in for a treat. Yes. Guys, link in the description. Here we are, link on the screen yeah. now if you're, if you're following Get along. I'm getting Spotify homework on going. this. <laughs> <laughs> Simpson's Wave is amazing. It's yeah. super good. Great series on YouTube called um, This is a Th- uh, This Exists. Uh, it goes into stuff that exists and Simpson's Wave. <laughs> yeah. Very big remit. No, it's it's more like into like the obscure, weird, wonderful things that right, exist right, in, right. in the world. Yeah, and like Simpsons Wave. He started off with Vaporwave, which then has a subgenre of it called uh, Simpsons Wave. Oh and, wait, I remember the the Super Eye Patch. Is this like remixes of songs and stuff to it? Like yeah, well, yeah look, kind of. There's not enough time to cover it here, so there's not cheap plug. Uh, <laughs> go on Spotify, thirty two X. My yeah. vaporwave album is there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, before I move on, I love the bit where her and Bart skate down the perfectly vertical hill. Yeah. Yes. Past the glue, past <laughs> oh, that, past God. everything. I don't know why people don't remember that as well as Homer doing going down the gorge. I think it's yeah. hilarious. I love the bit at the end where he's covered in glue and just like starts like starts blowing bubbles out of the glue. Oh, there goes the glue after all. (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, next one, Lisa on ice. This one I love. This one is fantastic. It's so great. Quite a big hockey, quite a big hockey fan myself. Um, But this just is great. This sums up if you know you have siblings. This sums up 
cinnamon rivalry like perfectly. Particularly the bit I'm gonna kick air. I'm gonna swing my arms like this. You get caught. It's your own. Oh, I've done that thing so many times where Homer bangs into the metal thing. I've done that so many times at home. It's so good. It's just it is just like the perfect summation of having a brother or sister and yeah. just growing up with them. Particularly, I'm, at the end, it has a really nice moment where they realise that, yeah, they fight, but they... Yeah. The montage, oh, yeah, yeah, of no, memories. Stop. And then it's encapsulated with probably the best moment with Snake at the end, where he's like, these kids are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I had pee hockey when oh, I was, was allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and then they smashed the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that, the irony. Oh, and a crusty failing at the national anthem. I love that. <laughs> I should have used the cue cards. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, oh, man. yeah. I I love that episode to bits. I also love the notion that uh, as far as presidential nominees go, if they get one F, they get sent to a monster peninsula. Wouldn't yeah. that be a lovely world? <laughs> Well, it's not, I think you it's find it's called Monster Island. Monster Island, yeah, it's technically <laughs> yeah. a peninsula. Uh, right, Homer Badman, which is stri- which is strangely the most topical Simpsons episode still, like thirty years later. Yeah, literally. Like, stay this back, been, Mr. Simpson. Stay back. This could this mm. could have been written like this could be about like now. Like your tears say more than facts ever. Than real ever yeah, it was very unsettling like, watching. Like, this wow. is before social media, but that yeah, idea yeah. of just sort of mob rule deciding <laughs> no, whether I, you're I, a good person or a bad person and how you existed in society and all the, that. The, the greatness that was Bear the interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Ben. Ben. No, no, no. Oh, I thought that was a real thing. Yeah, I think it is. Gentle yeah. Ben is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. But I yeah, feel like I've seen it referenced in other things. Yeah, probably, because it's a thing. <laughs> There's one part that I love that's really like, it's, it, it sums up like the amazing wittiness of this area of Simpsons. Mm. Um, there, you have an indignation coordinator. And it's just, <laughs> there's an indignation coordinator on the lawn. It's like, it's perfect. It's like, this could, have been, this, this could be 2020 internet culture. Yeah. Like, I literally. Mean, it's- it speaks to how good the episode is that it opens with that candy convention thing, mm. and it's brilliant. And that's the thing people remember least about, about this it. episode. Like, like, yeah. See you in hell, candy boys. Candy boys. <laughs> <laughs> I and like all. Sorry, you go first, Lisa. Sorry. Oh, no, I, was, I was just going to say, I don't think you can talk about this episode without talking about sexual powers. <laughs> <laughs> or, Sleeping or, in an oxygen tank. That's only part it's true. true. <laughs> also, uh, under, the sea, under the sea is in this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <gasps> there will oh, be no allegations. Accusations, just, just friendly <laughs> crustaceans <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> Oh, and, and you got to mention the rock bottom review, though, or like yes. with, the, with the clock hands <laughs> going back and forth. The sweet, 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 Stay back, Mr. Simpson. Don't, don't take your anger out on me, Mr. Simpson. No. But, but again, guys. Silence only incriminates you further. But again, this could be 2020. The world we're living in, literally. You watch yeah, the between, context, you know, it's between that and the side to Bob episode, also in the season, it's really eerie. Yeah, it's just yeah. like they they saw it coming, you know. It's, just, it, it's also like that, like Willie manages to help uh, clear Homer's name, and then they immediately turn on Willie. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, rowdy, rowdy, rowdy peeper. peeper. Every <laughs> single Scottish person does it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So look, I have to say, right, so I'm, I'm resetting the bar here, guys. This is like, this is peak Simpsons. This is like, it's yeah. probably the mm. best episode. If, if yeah. I had to show anyone an episode of Simpsons, it would be Homer Badman. Oh, it's, it's still Cape Fear. Uh, uh, oh. This is better than mm. Cape Fear, but not by much. Not by much. It's for different things. The social the social aspect of it and how it's it just captures mm. media, mass hysteria, group mentality, mm. and then just the jokes alone. Like it yeah. has under the sea for Christ's sake. Like it's <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, but but Cape Fear has no, not the elephants. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, if you hadn't seen Cape Fear, Cape Fear is yeah. only within the context of having seen Cape Fear. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. I've never seen Cape Fear. I love that film. You've never seen Cape Fear? <gasps> no, I haven't. Oh, dude, I haven't seen it. It's a good show. It's a good movie. It really is. Yeah, I'm sure it is a good movie, but like, I don't need... I, like, I, I know from watching from watching clips of it, I don't need to see it now. Fair, so. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Okay, so the next three... Um, are all Homer, like really Homer centric, but more mm-hmm. in a different way, right? So, first is Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy, which is, <laughs> you know, it, it is pretty funny, but not. Is this The Simpsons and someone? It's, I must say, I'm a complete yeah. normie who doesn't know the names of these episodes. Yeah, so, 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 guy so, so, this is where uh, they come up with the uh, aphrodisiac. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unsanitary it, conditions in Grandpa Simpson's bath. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this, this, this is one also, of my favorite jokes, which is the, yes, yeah. the, the getaway music. Yes. No, no, no. Although that's great too. Um, when Lisa buys the book, and Al Gore has like <laughs> celebration <laughs> queued up to play when yeah. someone buys it. Okay, yeah. so uh, I, uh, this calls for a celebration. Well, this just shows you how good this season is, guys, hmm. because. We all have different favorite parts of this that's, episode, and yeah, they're all true. equally as good. So that's Kane's one. Lisa, your one was what? What, what one were you going? Oh, the getaway oh, music the getaway when they're driving out of town. When they're, when they're driving out of town, and they're like, they only started chasing us when he started playing that getaway music. And then he stopped <laughs> playing the getaway music, and, and they all stop disappointedly, like it's gas. Mine is um, we're through the looking glass, people. So oh, mine, yes. mine, is sli- oh, yeah. mine is slightly different. I just love that whole sequence where it's like laying out the whole yeah. conspiracy the theory. People. Like the saucer people <laughs> with the reverse vampires. vampires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's, it's so like, good. Through the logging glass. In your yeah. And the way and he like, says it's, it's just so earnest. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, like, it's just the way that whole thing is laid out is just like top tier. It's so great. So yeah, even- I... Can I just say, as a parent, I love the line where he's like, Homer is like overcompensating with Bart and Lisa. And like, I think it's Lisa says, uh, don't get us wrong, but we much appreciated your half-assed underparenting of your half-assed overparenting. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm using my whole ass. <laughs> so, you know, again, like we have a really strong one. Then we have one that's followed that's not as good. It's the fear of flying kind of stuff that mm. goes in. You get oh no, I, I like that one. I do like it, but it's it's weaker. It's weaker. In the scheme of the yeah. season, it's one of the weaker episodes. It's still it's still got some really good moments. Oh, but like you've got the sequence of of a Homer trying to find a new bar with like yeah. the full cast cheers, and you've got like uh, Marge in therapy, like going through all of her traumatic memories, and like this, yeah. or like watching a live. Like, there's loads of just 
sequences that just flow it, it in also, the it also I want me one, another hunk of co-pilot. It has one of my, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. raining, man! Nah, no more, it ain't. And in Trolls of the Smithers, mm. he's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's brilliant. It has one of my favorite, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, it has one of my favorite, like, over-the-top dramatic Homer moments in the entire show, where he's mm. like, you've been t- speaking ill of me to your to your therapist, <laughs> haven't you? Haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Homer at the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, it, the reason why I say it's weak is because it's followed up by Homer the Great, which is yeah. Stonecutter. Oh, oh so this used to be my favorite episode. And when it's I was like, a kid. yeah, that's the problem. And then it's followed up by and Maggie makes free and Bart's Comet. So Maggie yeah. makes free is a weak one. Bart's Comet is fantastic. And yeah. but the hits. Oh no! Why are you always going after like the kid flashbacks ones? You yeah. were down on the one about Lisa being born too. Yeah, Maggie makes three is great. Don't forget. Oh, don't, don't forever for her. I've got that yeah. as like my screensaver now on a oh, tough day at work. Like, oh no! no it, it, it's, it's it's not that I'm down on it. It's just that the flashback ones kind of don't gel anymore because of how long the series has gone on. It's there's a lot of cognitive distance there where I'm like. Wait, Maggie was supposed to be born in like how was Maggie still a baby in twenty twenty? Like, ah, yeah, uh, but you'll get that from other episodes as well. Like you know, in the yeah, no, Sideshow Bob one, Lisa said in nineteen ninety he was framed for this and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Like so that's not specific to the fact. Although I love the like, the gag where Patty and Selma like rang up A. Arison and Sikowski. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Just thought yeah. you'd like to know, Mr. Sikowski. <laughs> but the way they cut it is so good because you think they've yeah, got yeah. the whole phone book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's great. And also, did you shine your uh, head in the Shino Bolo? Actually, I want to say this. Uh, on a like, Skype quiz the other day, we were like, what is the sport of kings? And thanks to this episode, we got that right. It's like, if uh, horse racing is a sport of kings, then bowling is a very good, good sport. sport too. <laughs> right, guys, this what, what we are. What here we're gonna do? We're gonna fight the bullet. We're gonna finish this on a little bit of overtime. We yeah. have to take a break on yeah. Phoenix FM. Well, not take a break. We have to take a break for Phoenix FM. Uh, yeah. So we'll be back next week here on Phoenix ninety two point five FM. We're gonna take a quick break on the stream, and we'll come right back to it, guys. If you're listening to this on Phoenix FM, go over here to no media like right now and catch the rest of the show. We'll be back after this. Very short break. Check out the rest of Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And of course, over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. And we're back here. Oh, I've been listening to the overrun again. Haven't you? Haven't you? <laughs> we're here on the overrun for anyone who's catching us on the stream on Spotify. All that good stuff on YouTube as well. Thanks for joining us. So let's continue. So Bart's Comet, right? Mm. One of my favorite episodes again. I think it's great. It's the whole setup with, you know, the, the opening plot of Bart uh, and the balloon mm. finding the comet where him and Smitter, him and uh, Skinner. Skinner are sitting there and they're like trying to figure out and he finds it. And it's brilliant. I love it. It's great. There's so much in this. It's just a densely compact little, little, um, little episode. That has a real big emotional punch at the end with the, you know, they all realize that they love Flanders and they want to die yeah. for this town. So it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. But I think the ending of this lets down a little bit, but it's still a really good episode. Well, it's still the ending. But it's, you know, it does the, ha- you're expecting a bigger payoff. Yeah. It's not, you know, 
But they do. But have it's to. still you're right. It's a heartwarming ending, and I love how much Moe's bar suffers. <laughs> oh God, no! I love Reverend Lovejoy running through the streets, going, "It's all over, people. We, we don't have, have a prayer." That's <laughs> just uh, brilliant. Homie the clown is next. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great one, Clown College. Clown College. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> you people have held me back long enough. I'm going to Clown College. I don't think anyone expected him to say that. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite bit is where he like he is where like he just keeps seeing clowns everywhere as the guys like rolling around the floor and work. In fire like Actually what I do love is the fact that there's a really good reference to Clown Encounters of the Third Kind with the match. Oh he's making this I think this is like a really strong one. It also has the epi- it has the bit where he beats the crap out of the hamburger. Yeah. Stop, stop, he's already stop. dead. Yeah, this is yeah. ripe for like meme fodder, this one very easily. Mm. Yeah. Art versus Australia. A really oh. good one. Like classic. This is actually classic I'm really classic, glad so. this has come up because like the Simpsons go to other countries gets progressively more offensive, but I cannot hate the Australia one. I love it too much. See, it just makes me is, laugh too much. The thing about it is, I think the difference is this. There was no mean spirit here. Yeah, right? this was just Australia, but with the volume <laughs> turned up. Right. This is also like this is also very clearly like this is not meant yeah, to be an actual. An ap- actual oh, yeah, like, of Australia. The, yeah, calling, it, they don't mention anywhere where they are. No, like, it's just like Australia. the statue of the convicts is literally snake. Like you know, yeah. but see that's what I mean. It's like it's 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 Australia with the volume turned way up, right? So yeah, it's just what everyone thinks. Compare it to when they go to Ireland, it's just stereotypes. That yeah. Oh stereotypes. yeah, and like or when they go to Brazil, and like oh, there's so yeah. many rats that they're all painted. Like that's yeah. that's really bad. Like, what it's like, you know. but, like everyone there is a ca- is a character as well. And remember, mm. this there's a lot of analogs here as well because this was just after that huge infatuation with like Australia stuff with the crocodile yeah, yeah. hunter and all that mm. stuff. So there was lots of like cultural shorthand again put in here. Yeah, so, and you see like way. the Mad Max guys running in the stampede. Like I absolutely love the sequence where he like runs to his member of parliament and then they run to the prime Oi, minister. Like you prime couldn't minister. Like, exactly. Like <laughs> there's a prime reason. And day. Like there's a reason. <laughs> the rock bottom group on Facebook. I know you're not on Facebook, Bryn, but they love those two original Australian characters. They make memes yeah. of them all the time. So they're obviously transcended in some way. No, the best oh, line bias, is the best, yeah. best line is it's like there's nothing wrong with the bidet, is there? It's just like, <laughs> one of my one of my favorite fantastic um, one of my one of my favorite like uh, bits that comes that I just love hearing in in uh, this episode. It's not so much of a joke. It's just like Bart and Lisa running past the shop that has Marge and Lisa go Marge Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> Or Homer crying at the toilet going the other way. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but again, like, you know, I think this is this is a Simpsons tr- travel episode that is warranted. Mm. You know, it, 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 there's a reason for him to go there. It's not just, yeah. oh, we have to go somewhere. You know, it's yeah. like, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they, they it's, use also like, it's also like one of those things where, um, like, there's just something really funny about the idea of like it's such a minor thing to get to make an international incident over, yeah. But it's such a barge thing to do. That's true. yeah. 
And it's actually worth mentioning that the episode puts up front just how little Bart and Homer know about the world at large, like him not knowing Uruguay and all that kind of stuff. So if you were to kind of take offense at anything relative to Australia, it's... Oh, you can go on. I think it might be done. The Americans are kind of in the wrong in this episode. I, yeah. to- I totally forgot. Oh, the- comes along, obviously. I totally forgot about the montage. Where <laughs> I don't the- remember the montage. The montage is where he Bernard rings up Hitler. He rings yeah. up Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. Down in Argentina. Oh, the guy on like the roof of the house. Oh, or like the- there's some sort of general crawl type, and he's like. The tide is turning. I must flee. <laughs> I love when he rings Antarctica. <laughs> oh, that's a grown-up joke I didn't get as a kid. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. What's, the um, Antar- what's the grown-up joke? Oh, uh, he, he rings up Antarctica to ask which way the water is flowing in the toilet. And he goes to check and the water's frozen. And then a guy yeah. walks in behind him with like a magazine with a woman on it. And he goes, ah, oh, nuts. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Right, so Homer versus pa- Paddy and Selma. I'm gonna skip that one because it's it's very it's extremely weak. Oh no, it's that's got a few good moments in it. There, it don't does, don't like it does. But the next one is a Star is Burns. Which one is that? That's, oh, is that uh, the film that's, festival that's one? The film, festival. The link. film festival. Oh, film yeah. festival. Film festival. Film festival. Look, don't push it's your li- look. It's literally Brain's background. It Man is. getting hit by football. <laughs> <laughs> that's like remember look anyone I skip over it's because the next episode is so good yeah yeah that's fair so, I feel like I have the right to keep those episodes in my back pocket for if we ever get to like series 13 yeah. and we just need to pick me up absolutely <laughs> this is also the first crossover and the actually I didn't get it as a kid that it's a crossover despite, despite the fact that they they lampshade it so much what yeah, name I, I have no cultural reference for this particular character, unfortunately. He's part of a show called The Critic, which was around at the same time, where basically the gimmick was he would just review movies in really satirical mm. ways. But then also would kind of like... What, what, what's the best way to say, Brandon? It's like a parody but, of, of a critic. Yeah, I've so seen the clip, the Jurassic Park clip, where yeah. the, the Velociraptor starts the gen- talking. The yeah. general thing is that's just kind of like you're... you're standard uh your standard uh animated sitcom it's just that it happens to be a film critic yeah but the the writers are like the writing team is pretty much the same as the simpsons writing team and like the humor in it is very very sharp yeah it has like it's one of the, it's one of those shows where like it really just it really just like does this brilliant job of like setting up jokes that you just do not see coming no, it's very, it's, it's disarmingly it's, funny is the way I describe it. And it's not too long either. It's like it's only, it's only one season. There's, only, I think, there's no. only two seasons. Two seasons. Um, oh. And like the, like it, the, like the side character, the secondary characters are great. Like he's got, um, he's got like a, a ridiculously handsome Australian best friend actor. Um, <laughs> that like he keeps trying to get like relationship advice off of that doesn't work for him because he's just not at all like him no. <laughs> and like you know his uh, his family like his uh, parents are like kind of like a wealthy blue blood family and they're they're so damn funny um yeah like i 
I can't I can't dare recommend the critic highly enough because it's it's one of the best animated sitcoms I've ever Does seen. Does he belch like you do our wealthy in the critic? Um, I can't remember if that happens in the show, but I'm sure he does. So. What I would what I would say is there is uh, this is the first episode that um, the guy who made the Simpsons what's his name Matt Groening Matt Groening Matt, Matt Groening actually took his name off it. He was that really? Person. Yeah, he, there's a lot, there's a good chapter in Planet Simpsons, which is the book I can't read. Um, mm. that's all about <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, Planet Simpsons is a really good book, but it goes into detail about trouble that this caused this nearly ended the Simpsons at one point so, oh, yeah. really how yeah, come yeah. oh he's, uh, well dude it's a podcast in and of itself we might get into it at some point but okay. but basically he was completely against this crossover or crossovers in general and yeah. um yeah there was just like that's why his name is not it it's the only Simpsons where his name is not it so now you know wow Lisa's, Lisa's wedding is next uh, oh my it's this is really one of my all time favourites it's really good Hello, are we really going to skip over Pukahontas? <laughs> Don't cry for me. And it burns for all seasons. <laughs> I didn't want to skip over it, but then we'll never get it finished. That's the thing. Never okay, okay, so okay. I got, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, like, A Star is Burns is, I want that movie. And Pukahontas. It exists. Man. Your man from like Riverdance essentially made it. Oh. Michael Flatley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not even following that up. <laughs> mm. I'll, I'll send you a link. No. So, Whether so you the, like it or not. So the next, <laughs> the, the next three are Lisa's Wedding, Two Dozen and One Greyhounds, and the PTA Disbands. So again, three very strong episodes. Um, I, the best one is probably Lisa's Wedding, I would say. Oh, yeah. I think that I put that in my top I, ten, like uh, overall, purity, not just, just purity, the season. Purity like. for the song, though, I do love Two Dozen and One Greyhounds. Song, yeah. my <laughs> Like Gophers um, former Gophers, it was that skin my I also love the bit where where Homer's like, "Oh, who knows what diabolical scheme Mister Birds will come up to steal those puppies?" And he's just, and he's taking, just them, taking them. Taking them. them. Like, <laughs> no, I really sixty-four go slices of American cheese, isn't that? This oh, one it's well? in that one too. See, that's yeah. that's, that's, that's that, see, that's the thing about the way. No, no, know. that's in the one with the, the teddy bear. Bobo? Teddy bear. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair, yeah, enough, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. We do have the excellent moments. Where the dogs keep eating Homer's crisps. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And B, something that my dog and Prim do, where it's like the dog gets up on the TV in The Simpsons and they're like, oh, isn't that cute? And the cat's up, like, get that cat out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, I love the bit where you all just stare back and they're all just staring hate. Yeah, the, the slow <laughs> turn. <laughs> um, the next one that, I, you know, PTA's fans, right? It, it, it is a funny episode. It has one bit that's hilarious that just cracks me up every time, right? Actually, two bits. One where your man jumps out the window. The PTA is the other one is uh, yeah. the teacher's about to crack purple monkey dishwasher. Bro, we'll get him. Spec me that purple monkey dishwasher remark. It's like it's just brilliant, fantastic. Yeah. But not a strong episode, really, compared to the other ones. But it's yeah, but moment. you've got your second uh, Jimmy Stewart like uh, cameo there. Yeah, it's, it's in Bill's house, some Fred's house. <laughs> What's my money doing in your house, Bill? Yeah, I can't. I love that film. I cannot get that Simpsons out of my head now. Whenever that scene comes up, and it's a real shame. So here, here, here's one for you, right? The, the, the next four episodes are Round Springfield, The Springfield Connection, Lemon of Troy, and Who Shot Mr. Burns Part One. Now, here's the thing. Oh, before we go on, can I say my one of my favorite Simpsons lines of all time is in the PCA one. Yes, go for it. Uh, and I just love it because it works out of context, which is Lisa. In this house, we obey the laws of thermodynamics. thermodynamics. 
But here's the, my, the reason why I bring up Brown Springfield, for no other reason, right? I forget this episode exists. Reason why. If someone were to say that, theoretically, for educational purposes, how I watch The Simpsons is on a hard drive, connected to my PS3, just saying, potentially, that's, what, that's the way. That's incredibly specific. That's the way one could watch The Simpsons. Despite the fact having them on DVD, it's just handier to watch them that way and they're unedited. But, for some reason, this episode is corrupted. So, if one was to watch The Simpsons that way, they would always forget that exists because they never watch it. Uh, so, in this sense, I, being this test subject, would forget that this episode exists. <laughs> and if, and if one were a dope who didn't know what The Simpsons episodes were called, which one is Round Springfield? This is the one where Lisa, uh, well, sorry, Barrett is rushed to hospital for, I think he eats a... He, he basically gets appendicitis. Oh, it's the, the Bleeding Gums Murphy, the yeah. ultimate pod, that one. So okay. this one, completely, I always totally just, it, it's not a thing for me. Which sucks, yeah. because it actually is a really good episode. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I remember reading a book called The Philosophy of the Simpsons that tried to make a case for this episode being the worst one, and I was like, oh, you have no idea what's coming. Just wait, I mean, yeah. just wait until that manatee one in episode in season 17. Oh no, the manatees? <laughs> okay, Lady Ga- the Lady Gaga one though. No, mm. that's a great one, I love that one. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I love it. This is, this is just uh, do you them. feel you you used to be the controversial one, like in series thirty, and now you're outdone? <laughs> season thirty's good, honestly. <laughs> That's what good. someone in work said. They actually really liked the new. And then yeah. they, they, they were like, "Oh, I was laughing for ages last night." And I'm like, "Okay, what was funny?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know." It's like, "Okay, well, that's fine." <laughs> yeah, well, no, as I said, you so know, well. I, you sit there and just you know, clockwork orange, watch them all like I did. Oh, yeah. And you realise where the dark points are. And by yeah. season 30, you're like, it's watchable again. I'm not in horrific pain. <laughs> and you're not screaming, it's a sin, it's a sin. Matt Green just, just made Simpsons. <laughs> can I be a Disney show for a moment? I watched the Maggie shorts on Disney Plus. They're actually pretty good. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, the little, little kind of like the Pixar shorts you see before film. They're just no dialogue. Just like kind of not sure what the comedy term for it is but all kind of physical humor and oh, wow. sort of sight gags and stuff. And yeah. it doesn't say it's welcome. It got four good laughs out of me and it held the baby's attention. I gave it 11 out of 10. All right, I have to watch those. <laughs> um, so look, round, uh, Springfield Connection is one where Marge becomes a cop. So and has great. Some, uh, it's <laughs> brilliant. It's, it's so, so great. Yeah. It's the baby. So the jeans the and the queen. <laughs> <laughs> are the counterfeit jeans operations oh. like it's like what do you call it I call it oh Mr. Frenchman Garage what do you call it yeah, I call yeah. it car hole <laughs> excellent yeah. excellent so good yeah so good mm-hmm. Lemon Troy next this one oh. is fantastic this has my all time favourite bit of animation in all of the show where uh, the counterpart to Homer goes, now uh, all the talk has made me hungry, <laughs> bites into the lemon, and then that transition from him eating it to the sourness <laughs> overcoming oh. is just the best that that show has ever done. So, it's uh, just Brent, brilliant. Brent, it, also, oh. it also has the, 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 the scene that you like to reference a lot with me. Uh, this is what it feels like when doves cry whenever someone brings up the love of DNA or Star Wars and then you, or Triple H or Triple H yeah. and then you tag me in on Twitter so yeah. at me on Twitter yeah. oh, anytime it's brilliant yeah. it's usually that scene when Triple H yeah but, but it's um, just but it, it's like it's just so accurate though <laughs> <laughs> like it's the best it's the best Millhouse line ever 
Like, so this yeah. is what it's like when and dubs also, cry. I love the pairing of uh, Nelson and Martin. I've really come around to liking Martin as a character want, on the that. rewatch. I'd love that as a spinoff. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Or like series of shorts. With that theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson, you're the friend you love so dear. They will be the best of friends for years and years and years. I looked at was like, uh, I don't really like hanging out with him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. oh, the fire hydrants are yellow and like a frink on his hover bike and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Wait, I love like, as well, there's a lion um, behind that rock. Yeah. <laughs> I love as well, like the guys are like, oh, we're on the Springfield border and when we step into the Shelbyville border, we will be men and it's this big, huge deal. But then the girls are just running back and forth with their kites, <laughs> the just like yeah. totally relaxed about I, it. I was, like, I was, so watching a, I was watching a video not too long ago, actually, about this episode and they were saying like, it's so interesting how like, that all the men ha- seem to have this like this idea of this uh this like long standing uh hatred and rivalry mm-hmm. with Shelbyville and it goes between both towns whereas like the women seem to have no qualms yeah. about it whatsoever yeah. sure like, we learned we learned oh that, yeah uh, Milhouse's uh, mom. mom was from yeah. Shelbyville yeah. Yeah. yeah and like she has no problem being in Springfield but yeah. you know it tears Kirk up inside <laughs> <laughs> I like the guys sitting at the gas station. It's like, oh, they're from Springfield, losing their kids. That's why we beat them at football nearly half the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great line. <laughs> uh, but the series rounds out, which was a huge deal. Like we, we, mm. we can't even place ourselves there because, you know, even though we were alive, we weren't really, you know, aware. We weren't living. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and we weren't American, and we're not American. So, in America, it was a big thing. Mm. Who shot Mr. Burns? Part one. This was a real mystery, and apparently someone actually figured it out, and you know, it actually, you know, it was a whole big story behind it. But um, there was there was the clue with uh, Mr. Burns like wanting to take candy from a baby, like you know that kind of stuff. Mm. It was very it, yeah, it was well, very well hidden episode. though. Well, one thing we did learn what? that what. Yeah, I hate this episode. It's like my least favorite episode ever. It's like my I don't like this. Episode. All right, time on this episode. We're going. <laughs> do you like the next? Do you like the, the follow up though, Lisa? No. But it has all the Twin Peaks references. I don't watch Twin Peaks. Oh, whoa, that, that, that's, that's surprising. You need to watch <laughs> really? Twin Peaks. All the weird horror oh, stuff exactly. you watch. You, you don't watch Twin, Twin Peaks? Peaks? Well, you, you oh, seriously, seriously, need, seriously need to get on that. You'll love Twin Peaks. No, no, I'm really Twin interested. So Why, what is it? That's, that, that's a very definite statement, Lisa. What is it that puts you off about this two-parter? Um, well, the fact that it's a two-parter, I think the fact that it's Fair. just not very interesting because I don't care about Mr. Burns. Well, no, I like Mr. Burns. I just think it. I just don't think it was a good episode. Just See, there was nothing about it. It was just Mr. Burns blocking out the sun, and then he gets shot. And I'm like, I don't really care. Like, See, I didn't care about him blocking out the sun to begin with. It didn't even care about, about Doctor Colossus. See, that's it, Doctor Colossus. He was a rank amateur next to Doctor Colossus, <laughs> and for that, that saves the whole episode for me. I agree. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of this one. I like the next one because I love Twin Peaks. But that line alone is just spectacular I, I, I think there's some just i think this episode has like some top tier uh mr burns moments in it like yeah. where he like uh, he's dismissed mithers and he like uh, he's there go like he starts like uh he starts like uh, uh stomping all over his giant model set of the town and he's like <laughs> take, take, take that elementary, elementary school take that take that quickie mart 
take that nuclear power plant. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny actually. I was because um, I was working in the stockroom. I re-listened to some of our earlier Simpsons wrap ups to kind of pre- prep for this. Mm. And Kev mentioned back in like way in episode two that they overused Mr. Burns because he was in very strict sense the villain of the show back then. Mm. And yeah. this feels like his peak. Yeah. And in a weird yeah. way, I don't think I would have missed him if he stayed dead. Yeah. Because I think I think this is peak Burns. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's some good ones like the one where him and Homer get stuck on the mountain. But as yeah. far as an antagonist, this yeah. is where he peaks. Well see, this yeah. is like this is like where they, they, they went so hard making him a super villain basically which they did mm. um, he only kind of falls down from it so yeah. you know, I, I, I understand I look I, what I will say is as the season ender it probably shouldn't have been but I understand why he did it it's a weird yeah. ending but you know it does have that line with Dr. Colossus kills me every time <laughs> I see it so I, I can't hate it but I do understand where Lisa's coming from I 100% do what I will say Lisa if you take nothing away from this you gotta watch Twin Peaks because you'll love it. Yeah, fair it's enough. Like, you know, it's just one of those things. And then they, they reference it again later on when Homer's watching it, and he's like, "There's like a guy dancing with a unicorn." Like, I have no, no idea, idea what's going And it's like, yeah. that's the show. <laughs> yeah, there's Pretty a log lady. And then there's, uh, there's a log lady, and it's it, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, we can't even like that's a podcast in and of itself. But yeah. look, it is what it is, guys. So look, we have done 16 minutes of overtime. Fair play, good job, everybody. Yeah. I did not think we were going to get that done. Um, but wrapping up here rating for season 6 personally before you guys go on this this is the best season of Simpsons for me if season 7 it, it varies between this and season 7 because season 7 is so good but it's very it took us 3 attempts to get through it all that's <laughs> what it is so it's just like if it's not season 6 it's definitely season 7 uh, what do you guys think it, it, it's a 10 for me mm. it has to be uh, Bryn, you sound like you disagree, so jump in there. I, I'm, to be honest, I'm just trying to think of where I place it because I think I gave I think I gave season five a nine and a half, mm. and I don't. To me, I don't think it's a ten, but I definitely think it's better than, than season five. What, so nine point seven or something. I'm gonna have to go for like nine point seven five just to kind of okay. That's fair. Um, because like again, it's like there are a couple of weak episodes in there. That there kind are of yeah, just there are yeah. just drop it down a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, nine point seven five. Lisa, seven. That's me being nice. See, and people say I'm the controversial one on this show. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just think that like the weak episodes are so weak in comparison to the good episodes that it just overall like there's some of the best episodes of the entire franchise in this season. So, but as a whole, collectively, as an entire season, I don't think every episode is as strong as the other, or they're sandwiched between some really weak ones. Yeah, so. but yeah, do you not th- do you not think that there are episodes in this season that, even though they're the weakest episodes in this season, they're better than some of the stronger episodes from previous seasons? I think that's I no, because I think that's kind of a, a relative thing, like kind of like a personal taste thing. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, just the, I think the flat episodes in this are just dull. I think rather mm. than bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like there are, I and mean, we brought that up, you know. But it's just there. The episodes here, like this, has defining Simpson episodes in it. That's why it goes so like it, it's not my favorite because it's my favorite. It's just because it is 
just so definitive. Like season seven actually has the radio ma- active man episode, which is probably my favorite episode of the whole lot. Um, particularly when you've been an extra and you know mm. how real that is, and that gets quoted all the time. Um, but yeah, look, it's just I understand like the weak episodes are there, but it's so much stronger than season five. Um, and it's it, like we're reaching that point now. It's like this one, season seven, maybe season eight, and then we start seeing the drop. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I think most of the Futurama writers defect season nine. Yeah. So Kane, uh, where would you drop? Would would you go at least on season on uh, on the seven, or would you go higher than that? See, this is interesting. I was going to give it a nine, but I noticed in this episode and the last one we did, whenever however many weeks ago that was, every time you reasonably chipped in that you didn't like an episode, I got personally offended, <laughs> which is not something I usually do. Right. So based on that gut instinct. I think this one's a 10 for me. I Next season may be better. Watching right. it in order, I did enjoy the next season more, but that's because I was expecting the drop-off. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's a rational conclusion. For now, this is the my favorite series of them so far. From looking at it, I can see that there is going to be some debates on the ne- on when we do kind of wrap this up. And I don't know, obviously with the lockdown uh, being lifted, we have less time. We will probably scatter this out more where we do bits and pieces. But uh, guys, we did a fair play, and look, you know, it, this, it's a lot of fun to do this because eventually it's going to become a bit of a slog. But it definitely has helped, and I appreciate the the, well, like, the, the different the, opinions on it. It's going to get to the point though eventually where the, we'll do a season review. It's going to be so. What was your favorite episode? Exactly. Yeah. And and then it's sad, and then we stop doing it, yeah. and then we skip to season thirty where it gets good again. But um, guys, yeah, look, um, before we get out of here, we uh, we have a lot to plug, so. Let's start with you, Lisa. Um, what do you have to plug this week? Uh, episode 12 of Straight Outta Canto is now live on all the Nerd to Know Media podcast platforms. Straight Outta Canto is your podcast <laughs> for anything kind of J-horror, K-horror, nerdy, weird, kind of left to center side of nerdy fandoms. So yeah, Straight okay. Outta Canto. By the way, <laughs> you got that down to a T. Since we're, since we're on the overrun and we're not on uh, Phoenix now, you did have the best line. I know because I obviously I edit all the shows or I listen back to all the shows. I had the best line <laughs> and you had the best delivery. And I just start crying and laughing because it was so funny. So And it's uh, just because it was with the sad music and it was yeah, so angry I, and then just, just out of nowhere. I just wasn't expecting it. I was just like, wait, what did you say? Let's <laughs> go back. So uh, yeah. I haven't had a chance to listen to this yet. What? Uh, so yeah, funny. it's a it's a feature length podcast. It's eighty minutes. I was really I'm in it, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to ruin the surprise because I oh, want yeah. people to over Okay, so, okay. Go over and check out, and it's it's how Lisa signs off is the funniest thing I've heard in a very long time. <laughs> so fair play, you can't be completely off guard. It was a really good show this week, though. I really enjoyed it. So, oh, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, yeah. It was good because I just thought I wanted to just make some kind of acknowledgement of the huge amount of time that I spent over lockdown just watching movies. And I'm like, other people might like these movies too. What I will say is though, um, yeah, like it, some really good recommendations there. So definitely do check it out. Um, and I now have a list of movies to watch. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, Keen, what would you like to put, sir? Oh my goodness, so much. Uh, there's no Game Corner this week, but as it would happen... Uh, I am on Lisa's show, which apparently has a very funny ending. We discuss one of the most traumatizing manga there is, and I highly recommend you check it out. 
I'm also on Kev's um, anime book club, which went out on Monday. So that we get into lesbian dragon maids, a lot to discuss there. Uh, and I suppose we also, you, me, Dara, we did a little episode sort of spontaneously on Tuesday. I'm guessing that's going to go up sometime in the next week or two. And yeah, I was, on a personal, I was going to put it up on Friday. Oh, there you go then. Um, and on a personal note, if anyone has seen Lisa's Wish microphone, please get in touch. It's, Next it's wish to five 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 to donate. Yes, happy yes, dude. to happy dude. <laughs> happy, happy, happy Lisa. Five five five. You have the power, <laughs> <laughs> but not the microphone. No. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's just if anyone has seen it, you know, we'll put up some posters maybe and try to find it that way. We'll get a release for it. We'll get a milk carton released with the photo of one of these. <laughs> Oh, and just before Brenda's recommendation, I just want to say that in regards to that Pokemon app, Prim was able to brush her teeth first time without Pikachu showing her. Wow. Yay! So there you go. Well done, Prim. Well done. well done, Prim. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Bryn, what would you like to plug, sir? Um, and I will on. just uh, plug my uh, my Twitter again, uh, Casper and Cast. I am currently working on uh, getting some uh, bits and pieces done for pre-production on my own show which is Tech Takedown because there's just a lot more work on it than I anticipated in pre-production so yay yeah. <laughs> and you'll be happy and you'll be happy to know that this week's segment of how did we do on the show plan we exceeded expectations because yeah. we only had two things on the show plan so go yeah. us yay, yay. go us so. <laughs> you, the people out there, you're the stars. <laughs> you're the stars. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Um, again, we're live every Wednesday at nine. Well, in and around nine pm. Mm. Uh, and of course, we're on Phoenix ninety two point five FM every Saturday at five pm. But the best way to reach out is here on YouTube and Nerdtno Media, nerdtnomedia.com, where everything is is there. And of course, download the Brave Browser, buy my album, which is out. It's um, over on Horrendous Bandcamp. Horrenda, that's H-O-R-E-N-D-A. It's called The Eldest. Buy it, please. And that'd be great. And download the Brave Browser. And if anyone sponsors us, let us know, because we will shill anything. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, guys, we will talk to you next week here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Near to no media. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Join us at nerdtonomedia.com. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.